Okay, Perak Base Mishnah Aleph, the second chapter, first Mishnah. Here we return back to the subject at hand, which is, of course, the reading of Megillah on Purim. Hakuriasa Megillah Lamafreya, someone who reads the Megillah out of order. Lo Yotza has not fulfilled the obligation. Now, you might ask, why on earth would they do that? Why would you read chapter 3 in the Megillah and then go backwards and do chapter 1? I think um, possibly the... Uh, the most common example of this would be somebody who turns up late to the reading of the Megillah, and he sees that they are have just started, let's say, Perak Gimel, the third chapter. So he listens all the way till the end of the Megillah, and then he realizes that there's another minion um, reading the Megillah either later on in this shul or down the road in another shul. So what he's going to do is he's going to go and listen to the beginning of the Megillah. He'll hear the first two chapters, and then he'll be able to leave because he's heard the whole of the Megillah. So it says the Mishnah Lo Yotze has not fulfilled his obligation. In order to be able to fulfill the obligation of Megillah, you have to hear it from beginning all the way through to the end in sequence. The, the source for this is, is very interesting. It's actually from the book of Esther itself um, in the ninth chapter, where the words of Ayamim A'ilan is Karim Asim, that these days um, are remembered and celebrated. And we make a connection between the celebration and the remembering of the days. In the same way as the celebration of those days is in sequence. Of course, the 14th comes first and then the 15th. So similarly also the, uh, the remembering of those days, which is done through the reading of the Megillah, has to be in sequence. Qur'an al-Peh, if you read the Megillah by heart, without anything reading from anything in front of you, or Qur'an Targum, one, one, read, uh, one read it with the Targum, the Aramaic translation, or any other language, Lo is not fulfilled as obligation. This, by the way, is not referring to um, just reading in another language. It's specifically referring to an Ivri, someone who's a Hebrew, and he understands Hebrew. He doesn't understand other languages. He doesn't understand the language of the Targum. He's not allowed to, to read uh, using those languages. He's got to read it in the language that he understands. So you're not fulfilled the obligation if you read it by heart or um, if you clearly don't understand what you're, what you're saying and you read it in one of these other languages. Aval, but, koin osolaloezos belaz. You can read it to foreigners in their language. So, interestingly enough, if it was a group of French people there and there was a sufficient, decent French version of the Megillah, one could do that. It's interesting that then it would have to be written in French because otherwise, again, you'd be doing it by heart, wouldn't you? So therefore it had to be um, in, in the format that you're reading it. But then it, if we finally, we say the Haloes, someone who's a foreigner who doesn't, who doesn't necessarily understand Hebrew, nevertheless, Sheshoma Ashuris, if he heard it in Hebrew, Yotza, he has fulfilled his obligation. So in summary, the way it works is as follows. Hebrew is obviously the ideal uh, language. Even if you didn't understand it, but you heard it in the Hebrew, it works. If it's going to be written in a, done in a foreign language, it has to be one that you understand. Um, otherwise, again, that doesn't, that doesn't work. Probably the safest thing to do always is to, again, you say you, you do it in Hebrew, um, firstly, because then you can be guaranteed of uh, an accurate format. Um, but secondly, also because it doesn't really matter if you mis- didn't understand certain parts or not, uh, you fulfill the obligation simply by hearing the Megillah read in Hebrew. That's the end of the Mishnah.